Welcome back to the OU's Mission to Yomis. My name is Jack Abramowitz, and today we are concluding Maseches Chagiga. We are also concluding Seder Moed. Today we are in the third chapter of Chagiga, and we will be finishing with Mishnayas Zion and Ches. Mishnah Zion says, Haposeach es chaviso, v'hamaschil b'isaso. Someone who opens a barrel of wine or starts a pile of dough. Bart Noor clarifies, Chavisha Pasach, Chaviso, Limkor Yain Bishalain Beregel, Umesham Shobo, Amehaaretz. We're talking now about somebody who's a from Jew who either opens a barrel of wine or starts with a uh, mound of dough in order to deal with all the Jews who come to Yerushalayim for the holidays, which was done three times a year. And ignorant people who are not aware of the laws, we're speaking well-meaning, but uneducated people, they, uh, they handle it and they might have issues with their ritual purity or not. So they were given a pass for the festivals, the assumption that everyone was ritually purified, but what about after? Agav HaRegel, for the holidays, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda says, Yigmor, he may continue selling what's in that barrel of wine or what's in that mound of dough. The Chachamim Omer, but the Chachamim say, Lo Yigmor. They say that the pass that one received for the festival only lasts for the duration of the festival. After the fact, we must assume that some of those people may in fact have been ritually impure. Misha'ava HaRegel, when the festival's over, they would remove all of the utensils in order to purify the temple courtyard. If the yantiv ended on Friday, then they would not remove all the utensils. Out of honor of the Shabbos. And the uh, Bartonero explains... Because the Kahanim each had a home of their own, and they needed to get ready for Shabbos at home, so they just didn't have hours in the day to take care of this in the Beis HaMikdash. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Yehuda says they also didn't immerse the utensils, they didn't clear them out if the festival ended on, on Thursday, because the Kahanim were not available to take care of it on Thursday either. Why not? The Bernarer says, If the festival ended on Thursday, they wouldn't immerse the utensils until after Shabbos. Because the Kahanim were not free the day after Yontiv in order to immerse them. Because they were busy removing all the ashes from the altar, because it acquired the ashes from the woodpile there over the course of the holiday. So it accumulated, and now they had to deal with removing the ashes. They weren't free to toivel the utensils just yet. So since they couldn't do it on the day immediately after the festival, if that day is Thursday, then it has to wait until after Shabbos. Mishnaches. How were things removed in order to purify the temple courtyard? They would toivel, they would immerse in a mikveh, the utensils that were used in the temple service. The Omer and Lahem and the Kohanim were told, Be careful that you don't touch the shulchan, the temple on which the lechem upon him, the showbread, was placed, so that you don't render it impure. 
There were two and three copies of all of the vessels that were needed for the temple service. So this way, if the ones that were normally used became ritually impure, they could just bring in a substitute. Every vessel, every utensil that was used in the temple was the type of utensil that would require immersion if it was made impure. Except for the two altars, the golden altar and the copper altar, which were used for incense and which were used for sacrifices, etc. So these two altars did not require immersion, because they were considered like the grounds. They were fixed and they were as as the ground itself, which is not something that would require immersion. This is the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. The opinion of the Chachamim is that it's because they were plated. They were covered with plates of gold or plates of copper as appropriate. And there's some discussion as to what exactly the opinion of the Chachamim means. So let's take a look in the Bart Noro. First, let's look on the uh, the previous Spartanuro. So we see that the altars are considered like the ground. Regarding the copper altar, we see that the Torah calls it an altar of ground or an altar of earth. And regarding the golden altar, it says, So the Torah considers the two Mizbeach, the two altars like one another. Izkash Mizbachos Zelazeh. So it, uh, it compares them. So if one is like the ground, then the other is equally like the ground. Besholchan ha'amran dolonigubo. And we said that they told them not to touch the Sholchan because that already there was a danger that they could make it ritually impure. But the altars, not. Mimneshahim Mitsufin, because they were plated. Hachikamar, this is what it means to say. The Chachamim Metamin. The Chachamim disagree, and they say the, the altars could become made ritually impure. That they required immersion also because they were covered in plates of gold or copper. Uh, because otherwise they'd be wooden utensils, and this was the kind of thing that uh, wooden furniture did not require immersion. Perish Acher, another explanation. The Chachamim Orim the time of the Eintzrich and Tvila, the Fishahim and Sufim. The other explanation is that they agree with Rabbi Eliezer that it does not require immersion, and they only disagree on the reason. And they say the reason is not because it's like the ground, but because it's plated. The Fishahim and Sufim, Zahavu Nechoshes, because they're plated with gold or copper. Utsufim, Batil Legabehen. And that these plates are nullified. It's a minor part, it's not the major part, so it's not enough to cause them to be required in Tvila. So it's still considered a wooden piece of furniture that doesn't require immersion. And according to this understanding, they don't disagree with Rabbi Eliezer, except regarding the explanation for why they don't require. So there are two different opinions of how to read the statement of the Chachamim. One is that they disagree and they say they do require immersion. The other is that they agree on the thing, that if they don't require immersion, they only disagree on the reason. Kach perish Rambam, and this latter explanation is the explanation of the Rambam, Behilchos metame mishkavu moshav. In the Yad, he explains this when he deals with the laws of Tumantara. 
that is the end of Mishnaches, that is the end of Parak Gimel, and that is the end of our Masechta. Join us tomorrow when we'll be beginning Seder Nashim with Masechus Yavamos.